Welcome to RPG Cast episode 422 for the week of April 22nd, 2017. That's right, it's 422 on 422. Woo! Anyone care? Woot. Woot. Nice. Got woot. Uh, how's everyone doing? Excellent. Mm. Ring, 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 ring. Anna Marie is sad. <laughs> Actually, I'm amused. Why? Um. So... One of the things that I do now at Elster is I get a daily report of all of like the top 25 things people are searching for. And yesterday, not 420, but 421, we had something like 7,500 searches for bongs. Woo! On Elster? Yes. Is that the place people go for bongs? I don't know. Maybe they were putting another wish list for next year. Do you have any marijuana exchanges on Elster? <laughs> well, yes. Okay. But they're private. Oh. And we do not get involved. So I can't go join and the marijuana. I, I can't I, go join the weed exchange. And if we feel that they are exchanging the actual plant, then we have well, what to if shut it's it in, down. What if it's in a legal state? Um, It's still illegal federally. Oh, right. And yeah, it's complicated <laughs> joining me today Anna Marie Privetier good morning <laughs> Kelly Ryan hello and Pascal Takaya hi hi Anna Marie it's your triumphant return to the RPG cast yeah, I've been missing for a while people have been demanding your presence yeah I had four different people message me yesterday asking if I was going to be on the podcast today I was like oh I should probably you better be make sure you show up <laughs> hey you can speak now Yes. That helps. And I don't have stitches in my elbow. Yeah. So I can sit comfortably at my PC. Mm. Also nice. Also nice. All right. Uh, who's... who? The, Anna. Yeah? You've been playing a little Persona 5? We have been playing more than a little, a little Persona, Persona 5, 5? <laughs> On is my background on my computer now. Is she? Yes. Oh, you changed it from the kitty cat? Uh, yeah. It was sorry. finally time. It was. I changed it from one cat to another. Oh, that's a good point. So we just stole our fourth heart. Right. So we are on August first. So we are at the pa- We are past the point of no streaming. Yep. Not that we were streaming. Not that anyway. we were streaming, anyways. Um, as spoiler free as you can, because I only just finished the second dungeon. Exactly how mind blowing is the seven seven plot twist? Not at all. There isn't a seven. Okay. There is no seven twist. seven plot twist. <laughs> okay. It just marks the transition from the third dungeon and stuff to the fourth dungeon and stuff. Yeah, and so the fourth dungeon does have some like. Have... I mean, it's when the story lead up for dungeon four begins. Yes. Is around then. So like. Okay. Um. Basically, all of July and August comprise the fourth uh, palace. I was so disappointed. I was like, there's going to be some huge thing on 7-7, or this is when it finally catches up with the with the present narrative, and no, none of that. It was just, no, it's time to, we're done with Dungeon 3's character and stuff, now let's talk about Dungeon 4's target and stuff. It's like, what? <laughs> Yeah, that is quite disappointing. I was expecting, like, this mind-blowing... Game of Thrones as betrayal yeah. or something. No, nope. nope. it just sort of slides you into the next story section. <laughs> oh well, lame. Where? So you're still in three, or are you still in two? I I just finished two. I'm on the lead up to start three right okay. now. I think of like nine days till 
something and I haven't even gotten into the dungeon yet. So I think they're yeah, just going to. So it's kind of funny that the way that they do it, because like you seemingly get a very small period of time to do three and then they extend it a little bit. But then you have like an unbelievably huge amount of time to do Palace 4. Yeah, I kind of I like to power on through them as quickly as possible, and then try to spend the rest of the free time just working on social links and stuff. I've actually yeah. been working on my character stats. I got my guts finally up to Dauntless so that Ooh. I can open up the weapon shop. Ooh, so are you, you up to five? Yeah, you can open the bags. You're past this in terms of guts. So we yep. have four guts. No. no, we have yeah, I have four guts, four knowledge. We have four knowledge, three, three guts, guts, three proficiency. Four, no, four proficiency. No, we have three proficiency. No, we have four. Oh, I take issue with that. Statement. And then we have two kindness and three charm. Yep, we're so behind on stats. I know. We're gonna okay. have to do game plus. Um, guts is four, proficiency and knowledge is three, and then the rest of them are two. Two. Because I've been doing those burger challenges, and my yes. god, that burger challenge makes me want to hurl looking <laughs> at it. So we are up to it's the third so burger big. challenge, but we need four in the primary stats. Yeah. So we need four proficiency, four guts, four knowledge we before to... we can conquer the next burger. Oh, that's what we gotta do today, Anna. Mm -hmm. to conquer that burger. Mm -hmm. We must conquer that burger. We should work on guts. We should go sit in the cafe and drink coffee. Did it, did it, guts. Yeah, I sit, I do coffee in the cafe, and that helps with my knowledge. Well, and it also helps with guts, too. Because you have yeah. to have the guts to sit there and just order coffee. Whatever. <laughs> it's such a silly concept. <laughs> And I also try to make sure I do it when it's raining. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we've kind of just kind of been doing, like, what comes to us. So we are not going to get, a uh, like, a perfect game or anything like that. No, me neither. But, if uh, anything, I've been kind of letting the social links suffer a little bit to <laughs> work more on stats. Well, That's and fine. we have social links that we haven't even started yet, and we're well, in August. What Kelly's doing is right, because in the New Game Plus, what carries over is, like, stats yeah. and equipment and yep. Persona uh, catalogs. So gotcha. having your stats maxed out to begin with gives you so much time to socialize. Yeah, no, definitely. So, I mean, just like real life. Here's what's frustrating me is I'm not spending enough time <laughs> making coffee to learn cool coffee trivia. Sorry. Kind of wish I was. <laughs> so, yeah, how f yeah, so I don't want to I don't know how much else we could say about Persona 5 other than it's really good and we want to keep playing. I want to We will playing. like sit down and play massive chunks of this. So like we sat down at about 5:30 last night. And played until almost 11.30. And it took us that long to get through the fourth palace. <clears throat> See, I, I was off work this week, so I haven't... And I was out of town, so I didn't get a chance to bender it as much as I Listen, you're supposed to like quit to. your job and play Persona. <laughs> Don't you know that, Kelly? But, but I need money to buy games. Listen, unless you, you all want to send me You don't need other RPGs. games. Persona 5 is all you'll you play for the Persona. next two two years. Yeah, yeah you're good. Yeah, until you max it out and do all the things on the highest difficulty, you're good. So you terrible life advice, Chris. <laughs> Pascal has also been playing Persona, but it's not Persona 5. But I, I know, but I really haven't been 
playing it. I kind of added it as an afterthought. <laughs> I, I, I think I did play it um, the day of the, la- the last podcast, and I don't think I've picked it up since then. You've more been considering Persona. So are you playing Persona 4 or Persona 4 Golden? <laughs> um, oh. Are you playing it on the PS3 or the Vita? Yes, PS3. Okay, then you're playing Persona 4. Golden is Vita exclusive. Okay, yeah, you're hitting me with knowledge I don't have. Ah, sorry. So, what else Actually, have you, I, since you haven't been well, playing Persona 4, what have you been Yeah, playing? but I was going to explain why that is, because I think it's kind of what you guys were just talking about. Okay. Because last time um, when I talked about Persona 4, I was, um, I was just like in the lead up to the first dungeon. I was in the first dungeon, and it's mostly like story and narrative, and then, then comes the first dungeon. So, I finished the first dungeon, and then... Which is pretty much when the um, the game like gives, starts giving you freedom to, I guess, <clears throat> do the socializing that everybody's talking about, mm-hmm. and that just like it seemed weird to me. <laughs> like this is a different I'm, game now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. I I don't know what to do when it. Um, I feel like I'm kind of like left up to my own devices, and in the game, like it, it warns me that. You have to, uh, you know, I, I guess like do the next dungeon. You have to rescue these people by the the next time the fog comes in or whatever. Yes. And if you don't, it's game over. But then it just says, hmm, so what do you want to do today? And I think I, like I, not really realizing how the time system worked, I, uh, I, you know, I went, I went off and explored and I went into a room in the school. And so anyway, the, the day was over because um, uh, the character just, uh, like he studied for the afternoon or whatever it was. I don't know. And then it was on to the next day and I started getting really panicky about um, <laughs> the, yep. the time aspect of it. Like, oh, I can really mess this up somehow, I'm sure. Actually, I don't know. I'm not sure. Can you? I'm, I don't know if it would let you yes. like, kind of play yourself into a corner like that. Yes. Yes, yes you can. So the cool thing is, is... Um, in Persona 4, you can play yourself into a corner, and there's really nothing that you can do other than hope like crazy that you have a save file that's far enough back. In Persona 5, if you back yourself into a corner, they actually reset you to 10 days previous. Oh, really? Yes. Cool. So they do that's save nice. yourself from your own stupidity. Yeah, and I've been working off of one save file, and each, like each day I you know, save over it. Because I'm used to um, RPG gameplay where, hey, if you made it through the dungeon or you advanced the story, you're going in the right direction. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I have bad news for you. I don't think I've I've put myself in a corner yet, but um, it it kind of just, like I said, it weirded me out a little bit. I'm not used to this type of gameplay. So when when I have to choose between doing the next dungeon or... um, Going to soccer practice. It, <laughs> well, soccer know, practice, I, I, obviously. <laughs> I did. See? I did a few times, and it just seemed like a little... And I, I didn't see the point in it. So a lot of people will just focus on the dungeon until it's done and then socialize in their free time. Yeah, that that's one way to do it. And what I tend to do is at the beginning of a dungeon cycle like that, I will make a safety save at the beginning of the cycle just in case I do screw myself over, which mm-hmm. I hardly ever do because... I power through the dungeon as soon as I can. But if you're that worried about it, just like right when the dungeon opens up, make another save in a save file. That way, if you do like royally screw up, you can go back to it. Got it. Well, I really did like the way that the game started, as I said last week, and then it just took 
you know, a left turn and turn into a completely different game all of a sudden. Hmm. And that was, that explains why I only played it for like that one more day. Gotcha. I, pro- I promise I'll try to go back to it. It's important. All right. So what did you play instead of Persona 4? <laughs> it's very important. Um, so the major I have been playing some more, um, Danganronpa, which I talked about last week. <laughs> uh, and then I've been playing, uh, the remaster of Full Throttle. Ooh, how is out. that? How is that? I hear like that was like a really good adventure game and I never played it. So this remaster has me interested. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's basically the same because, um, the uh it's it's the same game with you know some slight upgrades to the graphics the sound um but the 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 upgrades aren't even as noticeable as they would have been on a uh, on a different game um i i didn't look up like what the timeline was in which lucas arts released it but i kind of i want to say full throttle was not one of their earliest games so by then the gra- you know the graphics were already a, a little bit more I guess advanced in some of the other ones, so the upgrade is less noticeable. Okay. It's um, so for if you don't know, it's a nope. Uh, it's it's a biker RPG. Uh, RPG. Uh, that would be a lie. Uh, adventure <laughs> game. You just want us to cover I, it. <laughs> I don't play RPGs. So what am I talking about? It's a biker <laughs> adventure game. Um, so it's really cool with the uh, like a very like Mad Max um aesthetic. And the appropriate biker soundtrack, and the gravelly voices and such. Lots of Mark Hamill. Oh, really? And Mark Hamill too. Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> he's the uh, he's the villain. Ah. Um. Although so he does really it sound just, like the Joker. Or does it... I was gonna say he sounds like uh like a slightly toned down version of the Joker. Okay. Well. Not to knock that or anything. I mean, that's, yeah, that's not, right. definitely not Fine. a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it like it's not. This is what I oh, figured it would be, joking. you know. Um, how is it though overall? I don't know. Um, it's too early. I don't know if I. If, I don't know if I really. Uh, if I would say I love it. Um, it's different than other, you know, many other adventure games because of just the theme and the setting and everything. It looks different and has a different feel to it. Um, it's kind of the puzzles seem i did play the original but honestly i just don't remember any of it it was like you know 15 years ago or something like that so for me it's kind of like playing it for the first time the puzzles seem really simple and it has some what what i consider like annoying um kind of like almost like mini game sections to it uh the the section i'm i'm actually on right now has you doing like like street battle with other bikers uh, but it takes the form of just kind of like a like a button press section, almost like a timed like a quick time event. But um, it you you push the buttons on your own. It doesn't say now push this button. You you basically you mash the button, try to throw the other uh, bikers off their bikes, and they do the same to you. Okay, so road rash. No. I guess, but no. I don't. <laughs> no. I just don't see what. <laughs> What's the point of it? In an adventure game, yeah. So yeah, it's a point-and-click adventure in all other, in all other respects, and suddenly that pops up. <laughs> so it's different. I don't know if I love it. Okay. But I definitely, you know, I don't hate it. It's still, it is a classic Lucas Arts adventure, and it's worth checking out. 
It's short, apparently. I can tell you that. Oh yeah. How short? I don't. I I don't remember it. Um, like registering as super short when I played it, but from from what I've seen online, it's uh, and even in the in the in game, because you know the remakes all um come with like the the Tim Schafer commentary. Yeah. And even they reference how short the game is. Oh okay. So apparently it's very short. Okay. Hmm. I I have I to play to all the remakes. Up. I need to put this on my Steam wish list because this is the one LucasArts adventure game that I really was interested in playing because bikers. Bikers. <laughs> it's worth playing if you've if if you've never played the other one or or like me just don't remember it. Um, I you know I can't say it's not worth just to experience because you go, so just so you can say yeah I played that. Oh, Anna, it's on did... sale right now. Oh yeah. Already? How much? It's only twelve bucks. Mm. Oh, on Steam because it's a new release. Yeah. Anna, did you ever play Full Throttle? No. Okay. So is this on your list or just still no interest? No. Really? Okay. Yeah. But you like adventure games. I do. Not that many adventure games, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Too many adventure games makes Anna unhappy? Uh, no. Okay. Is it the setting? No, is it it's the whole just, like biker world? No, no, it's just it's a computer game, and there's a finite amount of time I want to sit in front of my computer and play a game. Well, isn't it on PS4? I'm playing it on PS4. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna put it on my list. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is it on Vita as well? No, but I could. Because um, the last remote like remote the Day of the Tentacle was on Vita as well. Yeah, but I can remote play it. Hmm. It's um. Yeah, I played. I did play the remakes of Day of the Tentacle and Monkey Island One. I have not played the Monkey Island Two remake yet. Well, playing the original Monkey Island was very confusing for me because I didn't play it. I didn't play many PC games growing up, and so I played the Telltale ones, and then I went back and played the first one. And he's like, "I'm Grybar's Three Point," and I immediately say, "Mighty Pirate." But he doesn't, and I was very confused because he's not a mighty pirate. He's not yet. a mighty pirate yet. <laughs> He's still not a mighty pirate where I've gotten to. <laughs> what are you waiting for? I don't know. In his mind, he's always a mighty pirate. Guybrush Threewood. Wannabe pirate. Yeah, isn't that how so, the first game... Isn't that how the original game opens? He's like, I'm Guybrush Threewood. I want to be a pirate. I think so. Okay. I don't remember. Yeah, he always... Yeah, he, he sees himself as becoming the, the greatest pirate captain ever. Gotcha. Um, Turned into adventure game cast. Yeah, sorry. That's okay. That's all I'm no, it's okay. <laughs> it is. It is my second love, and that's this. I did play. Like, I played the one day of Persona. <laughs> I played the one day of Persona. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's funny. I didn't have a PC growing up so I missed out on all of these adventure games when I was a kid. The only one that I had ever played was Blazing Dragons on the Saturn. If you mm. guys had ever heard of that one. No. I feel like I should know that one. It was a Monty Python-esque oh, adventure no. game. Never heard of it. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was one of the only times I had to call a hotline to figure out where to go because I was. Oh, you had to call the hotline. 
Uh, that was in the days before you could look stuff up on the internet. Mm. Yeah, I begged my mom. <laughs> mom, I am stuck. I need to call this. She's like, okay. And later was like, yeah, that call cost us five bucks. Five dollars. <laughs> next time, figure it out. <laughs> oh. Well, how much did she think it was going to cost? I I don't know. I just... I racked up um, seventy dollars in charges one month when I. Oh, in, uh, well done. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents were not happy when the phone bill came, but it wasn't. Um, it wasn't. I don't think on the hotlines that you called. It was back in the days of um, dial-up and pay-per-minute internet access, and I don't think I realized that that's what the access cost. So mm. it was an internet bill. Yeah, kids, uh, respect your internet these days pre-internet getting stuck in games was dark times that's okay they found now the games charge us directly yeah <laughs> microtransactions it's so much more convenient mm-hmm. now, now there's no question now I can, about how now i can pay out of, out of the nose in the comfort of my home but while sitting on the couch without picking up a phone oh, how delightful mm-hmm. so if you want to talk more um adventures that's what i'm here for <laughs> okay. Good to Contribute know. nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> Should we maybe talk about what Callie's been playing? Yeah. Well, um, I was went on an eight-hour road trip to Austin, Texas. So you played Shin Megami Sunday. Tensei Apocalypse? No, oh. I played Picross 3D two. And my god, that is a way to get eight hours to just go by in a blink because next thing I know, I'm looking up and we're pulling into our hotel. I'm like, well, it seems like we just started. And my husband was like, you're kidding me, right? Because, <laughs> you know, he was in the driver's seat the whole time. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, both ways. Across 3D just kind of melted away its time, and that game was addicting in the worst way possible. Like mm-hmm. I see the little squares when I go to sleep at night. <laughs> so I I've been really trying to kind of limit myself to one puzzle a day, and that because otherwise I'll just obsess over it. So I tried to save that game for like the long car ride, and while I was actually in the hotel room itself, I started up. Yee's memory of Celestia, and that game has me hyped for Yee's Eight so hard. If it's in the same playstyle and engine, because that game is so much fun. Hmm. It really kind of ticked the it Yee's Four, and I think Seven really kind of takes the Yee's formula and brings it into the next generation and. Oh, I love Ooh, that ease the next generation. Is Captain That's Picard there? That's Memories of Celsita? <laughs> hmm, I'm going to move that for yeah. my maybe playing to definitely playing. <laughs> oh, you, you need to play that before um, Ease 8. Okay. It is so good. Okay. Did you ever play Ease 7? Um, the last Ease I played was Ark of Nepishtim, which I'm pretty sure is 6. Yeah. Um, I've never been able to get through Ease 6 because... I don't know. It, well, the load times on the PSP version is are horrible, and that's always kind of turned me off to the game itself. But um, Yee 7 and 
Memories of Salsetti lets you uh, change party members and stuff. Oh, okay. And I think in E7, you actually get to play as Doki. As who? Who's... Oh, Doki is kind of Adol Christian's best friend who's been a mainstay in the series since the beginning. Gotcha. And yeah. wherever he gets randomly washed up on an, a lonely island, Doki's there with him? Yep. Really? <laughs> How does or that less. work? <laughs> it doesn't seem like happens. it should be possible. <laughs> it just kind of happens. <laughs> I love that. It just happens. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, Memories of Salsetta has uh, like crafting and a nice little weapon upgrade. I mean, crafting is the weapon upgrade system and you get to go farm for materials and you have this huge map to explore and the exploration is kind of the main hook of the game that you're contracted by this governor of the settlement to explore the map and you get rewards for exploring the map Mm -hmm. and I I can't gush enough about this game it's probably my favorite Vita game that's fair yeah you need to move that up on your list, Anna. Yeah, Anna. Come okay. on. <laughs> then I shall do so. Okay. And the only other thing I have been playing is WoW. I finally unlocked flying, which has made leveling alts like a billion times easier. Yeah, I need to what do, you, do that. I, I'm assuming you don't mean like flying mounts by that. So um, I- Flying mounts in the Broken Shore. So what they do now is instead of you just kind of, uh, previously they let you fly at max level, whatever max level was for that expansion. And then I think two expansions ago, they decided to make you work for it. So like well, in Warlords of Drain, War, in Warlords of Draenor, you had like three or four sets of quest chains that you had to complete. And then in um, in Legion, you have two major um, achievements to complete, most of which could be done prior to the most recent patch, and then the last of which was completable in the current patch. So people can fly now. And in, when you unlock flying, you unlock it across your entire account. Which is awesome. Yeah, which is nice. So you don't have to buy flying on every individual character anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I um, The last time I played it was still in the time when they... If they made... If they changed the rules, it was more... It was to the benefit of new players. <laughs> um, like this is going way back, but I remember when they made uh, writable mounts go from level forty to level thirty, I think, and then I think it even maybe lowered yeah, more 20. later. Yeah, yeah. So it's now 20. it's um, twenty, forty, <laughs> and, sixty. And, and it used to be like something like eighty gold as well, oh, which was you know so seemed... expensive. But I mean, that was back but, when WoW was you know new. Yeah, back when. So like, it sounds like this is like a, a a change to actually make the game more more challenging. Well, it's encouraging you to basically see all of the outdoor content before you can basically fly over it. And originally in Draenor, they weren't going to do flying at all, and people understandably got pissed, so they kind of coupled together that achievement and was like, oh, okay, here you go. And it seems like it seems like this achievement is a lot more doable because I think it took me like two months to unlock it and drain ore. This time, I think it only took me about half a month. Can you still go back to the Outlands? Yeah, yeah, of course. Are they dead now? Yes. Yeah. 
Yep. But then there, there's Outlands version two, <laughs> Warlords. <laughs> and then uh, I know yeah. not what you speak of. Uh, they did an expansion where they go to. Um, oh yeah, no, I Outlands before. Just... Oh okay. I know nothing about it. Okay. Well then. But um, the the thing about unlocking flying on my alts is nice is that they've got those legion invasions now in the broken isles, and I've been using those to kind of power level all of my alts, because one legion invasion I can get most of the level of experience by doing all the world quests that pop up in a legion invasion. Nice. Yeah, it kind of, it's kind of they kind of harken back to the pre-launch event, but um, instead of filling up a meter, you do have to do more focused objectives, you know, killing five things or killing a boss or whatever. But it, you still get a pretty nice chunk of experience by doing them. So I am. Um, it's been I was a great gonna... way to kind of catch my other guys up. Sorry. Oh, no, no problem. Um, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine yesterday, and it kind of got me thinking back to uh, the days when I played WoW. So I wonder if you guys, what what, what is your thought on this? Because I was talking about, um, I was trying to sell, uh, I was trying to sell him on, like, buying Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, and he was kind of, you know, he was asking me, like, well, what is that game like? And I mentioned the open world segments where you just... Uh, you pick up a bunch of um, side quests in whatever town you go to and you do those. And to me, that was probably the least fun part of that game. Um, and I compared it to, well, World of Warcraft, where you, you go to a settlement and you pick up the quests. And a lot of them are, or, well, back from what I remember anyway, uh, go here and kill this many of this, and, uh, you know, mob or creature, or, or go collect this many of this item. Um, and so just kind of by myself, like contemplating, I was thinking what, cause I played wow for probably like two to three years, um, regular, like daily. And I, now I can't remember what, what it was about that play style that like got me to come back. I know well, I know, think. I know that since Cataclysm, when they completely did the entire um, old world that they've streamlined the questing a lot where you go to a hub you get three quests you do them it sends you to another hub and a lot of the times they'll like automatically progress the quest line as you finish it so that you don't have to necessarily go back to the hub and i mean yeah it's still a lot of you know Kill ten rats, collect eight bear asses, that kind of thing. But it feels more bear asses. <laughs> really, games changed a bit since you've been here, Pascal. Yes. <laughs> it's now eighteen and over. <laughs> but but I mean, if you want an idea of what it's like now versus what it used to be like, go do the Outland stuff, and you'll see exactly what I mean. When you do Outland, it's like they give you so many quests that you don't know where to go or where to start versus the Cata content and the Wrath of the Lich King content where it's much more directed and you're kind of, you are following a story as opposed to just doing stuff at random. I hope that makes sense. Yeah. So it's more, it's more story based now you're saying. Yeah. I would say the whole question experience 
has integrated yeah. storytelling much better than ever mm-hmm. in any other MMO that I've seen, really. Mm, wow. Any other? Well, most others. Um, 11 and 14 do the more cutscene-oriented storytelling, so that's a little different, but yeah. And I really like that mod called Storyline that pulls up this, the quest text and makes it more like a story. I don't know if you guys have heard of that mod at all. No, I haven't. Yeah, it's it's a mod called Storyline, and it pulls up the 3D model of your character and the character that you're talking to, and that kind of makes them do the emotes. And you, it, I like it because I, it helps me read the quest text a little bit better, since mm-hmm. I don't see very well anyway, and I don't think there's a way to pump up the font size on that. But it makes it a little bit more like a Mass Effect Dragon Age interface when you're interacting with quest givers. So it looks like a real conversation. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. It looks very neat. Yeah, I love that mod. Sounds good. Hmm. That is really cool. (laughs) Tired of the original ugly quest frame? (laughs) There's even a YouTube video for it. Wow. And and that's usually my first time through an area. The second time I turn that mod off and turn on quest auto complete and just blaze through all of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, I'm not even playing well right now. I should probably unsub. What are you waiting for, Anna? Uh, I don't know. Every conversation kind of goes to do it now. What are you waiting for? <laughs> do it now. This is like the third time that he's told you to do something. He's called so to Anna action demanding. So very are you saying that I'm I've become a bit formulaic in my humor? Damn. <sighs> I better I better change some things. So I've been playing Vita games. Surprise. So uh, on on the footsteps of 999, I decided to play its less violent sequel, VLR, which was like three times as long and the puzzles were way, way harder and there was no calculator. (laughs) So get your own calculator, damn it. (laughs) I well, here was the thing is I ended up struggling, I think, with more of the puzzles in VLR um because a lot of them require spatial recognition or like the ability to do like um spatial math and i am so bad at that i'm really really bad at that can you even define spatial math yeah so it's like you have like these six rows of letters (laughs) and then you have to count over two and then over seven more and then over six more and then the next line you have to count in three i am so bad at that yeah i'm actually really good at that and like spatial recognition so it's like i'm gonna let you tap on this grid in different spots and you just have to memorize what's underneath them and i'm like nope (laughs) just look up the grid online So, out of, like, these 16 rooms, there were three rooms that I didn't have to look up anything. And I was very proud of myself in those rooms. 
The other problem was is that Why didn't you isn't it couldn't you just turn it down to storyline mode and just skip the puzzles altogether? Yeah, but then you only get half the files. Oh, I see. So yeah. So here is the thing is you can play it on hard mode and you have to figure everything out by yourself or cheat like a mofo like I did. Or you can turn it down to easy. And what easy does is as you as you try to do things and fail, the characters that are with you give you more and more information. Because they're tired of waiting for you. Basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. The <laughs> dilemma that you have is if you play the game on easy, when you unlock um, the safe, you only get half the files as if then if mm. you would unlock the safe on hard. Unlock what safe? Oh, okay. So in every room, <laughs> there's a safe. And you have to find the password for the safe. And there's actually two passwords in every room. One is to get the secret file inside the safe. And the other one is to open up the safe and get the key to get out of the room. Mm. Okay. So, yes, once again, you have been thrown into the notary game. And there's a bad guy named Zero. Mm-hmm. But it's actually Zero the third. And then there's Zero the second. So we call him Zero Senior. Well, we call them Zero Senior. Actually, have you finished it? It's a guy or a girl. Yes. Oh, okay. So you know... All right, never mind. I know who everybody is. But well, you don't at the yeah. beginning. So all you know is there's this stupid-ass bunny. And the bunny is locking you into rooms. And if you don't do what the bunny says and you don't play the nonary game or you try to cheat at the nonary game, you die. But at least you don't get blown up like in the first game. You get put to sleep, and then you get injected with a muscle relaxant, and then you die. Oh, how delightful. Yes. And so your bracelets are colored, and you have to go through colored doors, and you have to match your colors together, and there's escape rooms, just like in the first game. And then there is the Ambidex game! (laughs) And so what happens is is you get uh, matched up into sets of threes. And two people are a pair and one person is a solo. So the two people that are a pair go into a room together. And the solo goes into a room by themselves. And you are voting against each other. And so it's uh, the, 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 the logical puzzle. The prisoner's puzzle. dilemma. Yes. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I thought that's what you were looking for. Yes. So it's a logical puzzle. It's typically known as the prisoner's dilemma. You could choose to either ally or betray and depending on what people vote for, it dictates how many points that they gain or lose. So everybody starts at three points. But if you choose ally and your opponent chooses betray, they gain the person person who chose betray successfully gains three points, and the person who lost by choosing by choosing ally loses two points. And so you can actually get to negative points, and negative points is not playing the game correctly, and you die. Also, you have to vote. If you don't vote, you die because it's a penalty. This really frustrated me about that game and also its sequel and uh, the first one. And now now the same thing in uh, Danganronpa because I kind of have a – my outlook on humanity is, is I guess, positive, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, and, and then you get to meet the, Dio. Screw him. Yeah. Screw him and, all sorts of ways. Screw that guy. But there's all. And there's always somebody, or usually more than one somebody in these games who just, you know, no matter what, no matter how many reasons there are to work together, they will say, not going to happen, not today, screw everybody, 
kill everybody. It's so frustrating. Yes. So Dio is that person in VLR. That is not a spoiler because you discover that like the second you begin begin playing. Dio is a giant asshole. Screw that guy. And so um, much like 999, um, you have to sort of buy into the pretend science that the game is throwing at you. Um, they do a really good job of explaining it. And I think that's the thing that I appreciate more. I like the plot better in VLR because I feel like it is much more self-contained in the within the game. I didn't have to go read an FAQ to have stuff explained to me after the game because I didn't feel like you I did. got it. I did read the FAQ, but I didn't find it as enlightening as I did for the first game. It just mostly confirmed things that I had already thought. So, um, yeah. Clover's back. She's very upset about that. This is now her third notary game. She's tired of them. She is tired of them. <laughs> and by the way, if you played 999, her VLR ending is spot on. Mm. So, yeah. Um, I do. I Yeah. So I, I didn't like the puzzles as much in VLR, but I definitely liked the plot better. What are you doing, Chris? Oh, I'm cleaning my keyboard. Okay, I'm just waiting for you to finish. You're doing things on the. Mm -hmm. You're doing things on the sheet. Mm -hmm. So continue. Oh, yeah? I thought you was hammering Oops. a nail. <laughs> Continuing on with my play all the Vita games, um, I picked up Exist Archive a few weeks back when it went super cheap on Amazon, and I don't know what I think about it yet. So I'm I think about... you don't like it. Well, yeah. <laughs> You're I not just, willing to admit it yet, though. It's just like, the problem is, is it's not sucking me in. And I think part of that is because I don't have these, like, amazingly fond memories of Valkyrie Profile. So this is by Triace. It's by the same team that made VP. But, like, I played VP, and my VP experience is my Chrono Trigger experience. It's okay, but I don't really get why people are all like, this game is so awesome. It's a product of its time, lady. Okay. Back off. But I played yep. Valkyrie Profile when it first came out, and I didn't think it was that great at that time either. Well, that's because you appreciate good translations, and it didn't have one. Okay. I don't really care if somebody has a crappy translation. But anyways, um, except if it's a game that I wanted to work on. Then I'm angry. Ah, Looking I see. at you, Is Circle Entertainment. Anyways. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, so it plays just like Valkyrie Profile, and I can't really think of anything else to compare it to. So it's like, you press the face buttons, um, to have different people attack. And I think the thing that kind of drives me crazy is that system is fine. But when you're out of combat, the buttons don't work the way that I feel like they quote unquote should. So like every, every game uses triangle as menu, but this game uses start as menu. And that's a weirdly positioned button on the Vita. And so part of my problem is, and it's going to sound ridiculous, is that I feel like I am constantly being pulled out of the narrative because I have to stop and look at the Vita and remember what button that I have to press. Whereas in other games, I just go into the menu, do my thing and keep going. And I don't feel like I'm being pulled out of the narrative. You just can't learn menu systems. I've learned this in Persona 5. <laughs> All you got to do is press the options button to save every time. Triangle. I'm getting down, better down, at down, it. down, 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 no, down, no, down, down. System, down, it's save, triangle down. <laughs> up. It's triangle, up. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, 
It's triangle you're, up you're, X. That's up, still up, the slow X. way. <laughs> yeah, but I'm getting better at just pressing option. Okay. Option Not last is, night you weren't. <laughs> well, I did it a couple times, and then I did a couple times my way. Oh, I see. So I'm, I'm slow. Which is funny there. because I keep hitting I keep hitting the option menu button to bring up the map, and I end up, oh, well, save menus. I guess I better save while I'm thinking about it. <laughs> nice. My, my brain hasn't registered that R1 is the map at all in Persona. Hmm. So because I... It's just part of the shorthand, though. Um you know, like every like every now and then like X is always confirm or like um advanced text, right? Yeah. Or back in the you know, Super Nintendo days it was I don't I forget if it was A or B that was down there. But then every now and then it, like in, in retro games you'll play one that uses uh the circle button as the confirm button. It's just it's annoying. Well it's it's backwards in Japan. The button layout or just um, what um, O is confirm, X is cancel in Japan. Yeah. Mm. It almost makes more sense that way, but it's just, you know, that's what we're used to. Right. It, it, it drives does me make crazy more because sense that way, but. Yeah, no, it, it, it becomes a problem when games don't quote unquote localize their buttons. So, like, um, what was that 3DS game that Wheels was like, no, no, don't play it? Let Lagaya. Langrisser. Langrisser. And then Mighty Number no. Nine had that problem when it first came out too. I think they patched it so that it it works the right way for North Americans. Um, I mean, we're adults. We can't we can't adapt to do things constantly. Is that, well, so, I think the takeaway here is that games in 2017 need to let you remap the buttons to your comfort. All right, because so, that's how I feel. I I hate it when I can't remap buttons so yeah since i'm i'm so ambivalent on exist archive i think i kind of may just put it down and so now i have monster mon piece and neptunia Re, uh, rebirth 3 and um i'm downloading ease and then i'm downloading ray gigan and then of course i have zero time dilemma so i'm gonna play something this week and it's gonna be a vita game but i have no idea what I was going to ask oh, you about Zero Time if you plan on playing it. I do. I have it. I even have it physically because I wanted to get the cool watch. I actually saw a picture of someone I was so jealous. Someone actually has all three bracelets from all three games. <sighs> and I was wow. just like, oh, that's amazing. Now that I know what they are. And um, I hate to spoil the fun, Anna, but the start button is the mini button in the ease. No! Uh, see, I don't... I don't mind it as much in that because all of the face buttons are being used while you're like moving around and stuff. But when you're outside of combat, those face buttons aren't used in the same way. And so it, I, I feel like it was a lost opportunity to not use triangle as the menu button. But you can tap on the touch screen to bring <gasps> up the menu too. Excellent. I like that. Yeah. So... I get really spoiled on the Vita touchscreen, and when I'm playing PSP games, it drives me crazy when <laughs> I can't you use can't it. touch the screen. I mean, <laughs> you can map certain buttons to the touchscreen. Like, I have X uh, mapped, like, right by the analog stick so that I can just kind of advance text one-handed. But, yeah, some things you can't. So I think that's what I... Oh, wait. Did, did you talk about what you've been playing, Chris? No. You've been playing a bunch of different stuff. First of all, I have to ask, does anyone give a crap about Voodoo Vince? 
No. Because the remaster's uh, out. Yeah, I've I never played Emily that. about that this week. Yeah, I've never played it either. I was just looking through the Xbox store while I was waiting for my turn, and I saw it I there. I'm when, like, I think when that came out, I was kind of done with platformers. Mm. That's fair. That Telltale Guardians of the Galaxy game is out too. Hmm. Didn't play that either. What did I play, Anna? Uh, you played Fire Emblem because you want to get ready for the new one. Yeah, I'm. Well, I started playing uh, Revelations finally, and I put it on real mode, so I'm playing actual Fire Emblem, where if your characters die, it matters, um, and they can't fight anymore for the rest of the game. Uh, I haven't. <laughs> it's funny. So I've been playing. Well, I don't know if it's funny. I don't understand like what the difficulties map to like traditional fire emblems here because apparently it's different than it was in awakening and i don't know I mean, <laughs> it's confusing so i have it set to normal classic so every decision counts is how it describes it and it's like okay great um and then people would die because i make a mistake and they're like oh i'm retreating and i'm like oh does that mean they're going to be back next turn and no but they're still around for story stuff. And I'm like, well, that's different than other Fire Emblems that I remember. So I don't know how that's supposed to work. Um, I don't know if it's different on like hard mode normal or hard mode or insanity or whatever the highest one is. Um, or if just these people are so important to the story that they don't let them disappear forever. And other people would. Maybe that's all it is. Uh, I enjoy Fire Emblem more this way where like you have to actually play the game and care about your characters but i still i have that same thing like the game is like a game now rather than everyone you know it not mattering if people die throughout the course of a map so like now i have to think about my attacks and 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 use tactics and stuff and that's good but it still is infuriating as hell when you get most of the way through a map and you know this one enemy you didn't notice comes over and pings your healer and kills her and it's like oh my gosh now I have to do that whole 40-minute map again. Why? <laughs> or whatever, however yeah. long it took. <laughs> I can't play like that. It is too stressful for me. But if I if I turn it down, uh, it's fun to do the power fantasy. And But uh, there's a diff- it's a different experience. So I don't know. Uh, I haven't figured it out. I don't know how you can just play all of them on Phoenix, Anna. <laughs> and just be cool with it. <laughs> Okay. Because <laughs> there's like no challenge. You just put everything on ma- on auto then and wait for the map to be over. No, it's not that. I don't. Well, you could because I've done it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's how you can level up. You don't have to think about all the level up maps or the gold maps. You just put them all on auto, let them finish. And uh, is everyone leveled up? No. Okay, take these people out so the f- these people focus more on the experience. And you're like, whatever. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, but... It's something I noticed uh, while playing Fire Emblem Heroes is like, you know, you know, people dying matters in completing the missions and stuff. And it's like, aha, um, challenge. <laughs> it does add to the experience. So I don't know. That's where I'm at. Uh, Revelation is cool because it's like all of a sudden uh, I feel like people are actually explaining things that they've been intentionally talking around for the last uh, for the first two games. So that's good. But um I'll see if I'm actually satisfied with everything as it sits by the end of the game. So I'm only in chapter 12. Uh, I got a ways to go. I'll let you know. Uh, We talked about Persona 5. I've been playing more Hearthstone as part of my league. I won a game, but not a match. Um, I've now now won two games over the course of the season. You blew yourself up. I've I've lost 12 games. (laughs) So I'm 2 for 12 on games. I'm 0 for 4 on matches. Um, 
I suck. <laughs> and yeah, I did. I did blow myself up on one of those because it was over, Anna. Oh no! I literally I misclicked. You're yeah. right. I I aimed the, my hunter skill at the wrong person. He's like, uh oh. Do you want to re- remake the game? I'm like, no. You had me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I suck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, over on the Switch, I played some games. Not Zelda because I'm an idiot and I really should be finishing Zelda. And I don't know. Oh, Persona Five is like where my mind space is rather than Zelda. Um, so I need to do that, but I'll get to it. So what I've been doing in the meantime is I, I got Has-Been Heroes, and I decided I really don't like that game. I don't think it's well-balanced. I don't think it's fun to play. <laughs> and I played it after the most recent patch, and it still wasn't any better <laughs> that I could notice. I've heard so many mixed things about that game that some people think that it's excellent and some people think that it's a turd. It is extremely grindy and hard, and I guess maybe... It... <sighs> It is a lot of like so. It is a is a multi lane tower defense sort of game. So you have monsters coming at you from the right side, and you have to execute things with your heroes on the left side to to kill the monsters and stuff. And in the most recent patch, they actually explain how the combat works. Something they didn't really do a good job of before the recent patch. And so every monster will have stamina, and so you need to hit your mo- hit the monster. Um, for the exact amount of stamina it has, and each of your heroes does a. D- has a different um, amount of stamina it takes off when it t- attacks. So you have to do this complicated math. Well, not complicated. You have to do this simple math where you figure out, okay, this monster's coming at me. It's got three stamina. I should hit him with my three damage hero. Oh, but he's in a different lane. So I got to use the two damage hero that is in the lane that he's in and then slip on switch in the one damage hero. You can swap lanes after you attack a monster, but only right after you attack a monster which adds another layer to it. Then do three damage total. That'll stun the monster. Then I can switch in the big guy and he'll do tons of damage to the monster. And that's great. Because if you don't do that and um, you uh, do like, you have a two stamina monster coming at you and you hit him with your three damage healer, uh, your three damage hero, he'll do a lit, he'll do the two damage to get rid of their damage, uh, their stamina shield. And then you can actually do damage to their health. By the way, if you just d- keep damaging their shields and let them go, they don't take any damage to their health. They just go back to the end of the line. They come back and they attack you. Um, so if you keep... Uh, actually, they don't even get sent to the back of the line. Uh, so anyway, you do the... You, you take a two damage... Uh, two stamina monster coming at you. You hit him with a three damage hero. It'll do a little bit of damage to his health. His stamina his stamina will regenerate like almost immediately and he's still midway down the lane coming at you. So then you get overwhelmed if you keep doing it wrong. So you have to keep doing it right. You have to keep looking at these stamina things, keep doing this math thing. And overall, it's just not very fun and it takes forever. Um, battles take away longer than you think they should. Well, then I think they should and you're running through and it's not very fun. Um, and there's, it's meant to be played a lot and uh, uh, over and over and you, you're meant to die a lot you're supposed to have a lot of failed runs before you actually make progress in this game um, but the f- runs aren't fun I'm finding which is a problem um, but I'm sure because I can tell what you can unlock in this game um, the, there's tons of heroes that are going to change up the way you play different amounts of stamina attacks and that sort of stuff um, but you have to unlock them all and you have to, to find them all and yeah it'd be a while so. It sounds needlessly complicated. Um, maybe. I mean, I, I don't know that it's... Yeah. All right. It's a little... I think it's more complicated than it should be, but I don't think it's too complicated to understand. 
it's just not more complicated to play than it should be, I guess. I don't know. It's like, I just want to slide the blocks into the place and, and fill a line and get a Tetris. And I can't do that. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Has been Heroes. Go watch some videos of it before you commit to it. I, I don't, I'm not having fun with it. Um, then I got uh, Graceful Explosion Machine, which is a, um, a shmup, a side-scrolling shooter on the on the Switch. And that's kind of cool. I think I like that. Um, it's a little... Uh, it's a little different constructed than most the most uh, side-scrolling shmups. You don't have like these very long levels that you're progressing left to right on. Um, each level is kind of a a wrapping cylinder, so you just go left and right, kind of like Defender, um, and where you're going left and right, shooting things. And you got different enemies, and, uh, and you've got uh, different weapons, and you can overheat your weapons, and that causes you problems. So you gotta not overuse a specific specific weapon, and then you collect gems from killing the enemies, and that charges up super weapons, and you use those. And combination of that, you get through the levels um everything's kind of piecemeal so you 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 feel the you finish these little levels and then you unlock the next level on the planet and then eventually you'll finish the planet move on to the next planet and so on and so on and so forth um uh it's pretty neat and i i like the way it looks it's got a good look to it, it seems the music's okay the actually i haven't listened to it with headphones yet so i should withhold judgment on the music um and uh what's cool is like they've got emoji usage so like the condition of your ship and like what's going on is indicated by an emoji on your on your um health meter and uh that's neat um and i don't know it's got a good look to it uh, and it's only like 10 bucks so if you're, you're looking for a side scrolling shmup check that one out um i think i like it but i haven't been gravitating back towards it so that's why i don't know if i like it for sure because you know where am i at with that um and then wonder name it does graceful explosion machine or gem and you're collecting a lot of gems and uh yeah Wonder Boy 3, however, uh, I know I like. Um, I picked that one up, and that is an old game, and it, it, it's it got this weird thing where it's very much constructed and kind of merciless in its old game design, but also very merciful, and apparently it was always this way, um, or at least it seems like it was always this way. I don't know. Maybe they've masked over it somehow. Um, and then they give it a new paint of uh, new uh, layer of veneer, new coat of paint. I don't know what's the analogy you want. And they have this wonderful graphic redo on Wonder Boy Three, and it looks amazing. And the art style is wonderful. And I just see this, and I'm, I just want to play this game so I can look at it some more. Um, and so they've got really good artwork on this on this remake of Wonder Boy Three, and it's a Metroidvania game um, where you're walking around um, levels, exploring things, trying to unlock. Uh, extra heart containers for your guy and finding um coins so you can buy better armor and and better weapons and all that um and then you gradually get stronger and you can beat more things then you go beat a boss and then you get a new transformation ability so i started off as a lizard dude uh now i'm a little mouse knight guy who can walk on walls and it's really cool and so you get these abilities to traverse more parts of the environment which lets you go find more treasure and then go find more bosses and and so forth so it's a it you know it seems like a decently long exploration game where you are um, unlocking new areas, new abilities, collecting money, upgrading your equipment, and uh, getting stronger so that you can go take on more bosses. Um, it, and it looks so great. And then you can uh, do the thing where you tap like R two and it like um, switches the graphics back to the old style, and uh, you're like, ooh, yeah, that's what that used to look like. I really like what they did with that enemy concept, and now how it looks like this. <laughs> And you realize I really am playing a game that's designed with like these really old timing windows and you know really precise 
movements and it's old school game design that you get where you're just moving sprites around on a screen um so we don't have like physics and all these other things that we have nowadays <laughs> um and it's okay and it still feels all right and i don't know i like it it looks cool um i like the music i like the graphics and uh i think i'll play more of that um question is then for some reason i just had this hankering to start fire emblem so then i started doing fire emblem and and that's that's kind of sucking my non-persona 5 playtime so uh we'll see where that goes i i played lots of stuff i wanted to get some impressions but uh yeah my pick of the week for the switch is wonder boy 3 the dragon trap and i know I that's actually... on, i know that's on other platforms too but go ahead pascal i checked that out too after you talked about it last week oh like yeah it, yeah um and because I like uh, Metroidvania, so and and actually, what I was in my mind, what I was thinking of was Astro Boy the whole time. Um, I, I got him uh, switched up, so it, it was definitely not Astro Boy. No, he's um, a little different than Astro Boy. Yeah, I thought maybe that's what I was going to see. So I watched some videos on it, and it does look nice. It, I thought it looked a little um, like the levels looked a little kind of rambling on a little bit. Mm-hmm. But maybe that was just um, the video I saw. Uh, they were just kind of walking around aimlessly back and forth. Well, you are going to do, I mean, you are going to do that. So, I mean, if you're not up for that, you're probably not going to like the game because there is a lot of walking back and forth trying to figure out where the secret is that you're not seeing so that you can make your progression. So, uh. yeah, but, but I think the point of the video I saw was, was they wanted to show up like different worlds. So they didn't really, um, uh, oh, they didn't do know. anything. They just, <laughs> just right. walk well, back and yeah, forth. <laughs> they fought a few a few enemies and turn around, walk back, and so I got a. I didn't get the right impression of it, but it does. You know, it, it looked it looked nice. I'm I'm still interested. I just pulled up some gameplay footage of the Wonder Boy remake, and mm-hmm. wow, that game looks gorgeous. Yeah, doesn't it? Looks like playing a cartoon. I know. That's really cool. And then you, you see, like, they compare to the old one. You're like, ah, now it looks like a video game. <laughs> now it's back to a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. So, I don't know. I like that. Uh, are we done, Anna? Are we done with uh, what think, we've been playing? I think we're actually on to news. On to news. Beep, 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 beep. Hey, that's been missing. Beep, 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 it beep, has beep, been. Beep, beep. It's all your fault. Beep, beep, beep. There's a DLC for uh, Nier Automata. Yay! This is this is great. The DLC's name is 3C3C1D1194409270. Yeah. <laughs> It'll feature a coliseum where enemies can be fought for rewards and experience. So. All right. <laughs> hey, so we like got a kind of out of left field announcement for Dark Rose Valkyrie. Oh yeah. What is yeah, it? Yeah, I mean they kind of like vaguely hinted at the fact that it was gonna come out in North America and Europe. I never really officially announced it. And then, surprise, it's coming out on PlayStation 4 um, June 6th in North America, June 7th in Europe. So what's this game about? Um, So it's It looks like a like... Tales game on the <coughs> screenshots. So how does this work? Well, it's Idea Factory. Okay. Um, It's Compile Heart. Yeah. It's not Ideal Factory. Idea Factory is just publishing it. Oh, okay. So it's a compile heart game, which means like uh, Neptunia. Maybe good, maybe not. Is that is compile yeah, heart who yeah, did Neptunia yeah. and stuff? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, Idea Factory and Compile Heart do it because remember the two oh, characters are Ify and Compa. All right. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So this is like a a. This is weird. It's <laughs> set like 
back in the 20s when a virus has attacked Earth? Oh, uh, I think I remember this now. Yeah. Oh, it, it, okay. It's and an alien virus. And people change it to like creatures or something. Yeah. And so yeah. Japan forms a covert military agency known as ACID to combat the remaining chimeras in the country, which of means course. everyone's just on drugs. The problem is, is that someone in your party <gasps> is a is a uh, tur- is going to turn into a chimera. Turnflook. Wait, a traitor mechanic? How's that a traitor? It's not really by choice, then, is it? Right. Okay. Well, whatever. Is it uh, different each playthrough, or is it just that? I am not sure of. Um, uh, I was kind of on the fence about this and I have a friend that's really big into compile hard games and I guess this got crap reviews on like Amazon AP and stuff. No, a compile hard game got well, bad no, reviews. No, no, from no, not, not critical reviews, user reviews, okay. user reviews for stuff like, uh, hyperdimension Neptunia are super high. Okay. This did not get super high. Okay. Uh, fan reviews. Right. So we'll see what happens. Are you going to get it? Oh. Here's my dilemma. It's a IFI. Oh, it's PS4 only. You're not going to play this. It's going to go on sale really fast. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. So I could get it at full price, or I could just wait until like Black Friday and get it for 10 bucks. All right. Maybe That's next funny. year I should play PS4 games. Mm hmm. Or Scorpio games. Huh? <laughs> Scorpio. No. Xbox it's not gonna have one. any RPGs. That'll be like one or two. I'm sure it'll be a real fast. Uh, hey, thing so the for God you. Eater team said we're tired of making God Eater games, so we're gonna make an RPG that's kind of like God Eater, but not we're not gonna call it God Eater. Wait, like, okay, but God Eater is like a Monster Hunter game. Yes. And they really only made like one. Oh, I guess not. They made two, but they made whatever. Two and three quarters. Because they made a game and then they remade it. And then, then they made the second game. Then they remade that. Yeah, and then there was like a an ultra plus <laughs> version of the first one somewhere or in there something, too. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, this this is, has nice looking art. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, and we know nothing about the gameplay yet, other than it's there's by the multiple enemies. Team. It doesn't look necessarily like it's a Monster Hunter game, so that's different than. But it's God all Eater. art. We there's no like in game. There's nothing, huh? Oh, and it's 2018. Yeah. Okay. So. so that's all we know. A God, a God Eater game not called God Eater is kind of what it feels like. Um, Niponiji yeah. announced. Um, what is this? A, ha- a- Hakoniwa Company Works, a crafting simulation RPG. So what does that mean? Minecraft? Yeah. With, it's with experience like points? It. Yeah. <laughs> like certain other crafting simulators. Oh, oh like Harvest Hakoniwa Moon? Hakoniwa no. features maps made up of blocks, which can be utilized for crafting materials. Okay, so Minecraft. Unlike certain other titles, the game's combat takes the form of turn-based tactical RPGs. Each character has a number of action points that can be used to move or attack. Players can also destroy parts of the battle map in order to collect more crafting materials during combat. The game features five combat classes. One of the um, char- Wait, wait, wait. One of the characters is named Meme. Emmy, Emmy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excellent. What does that mean? <laughs> All right. And it's got a 3D dot game heroes look to it as far as the pixelization. Yep. And 3D yeah, and I the lighting. That too. Yeah. So, I mean, this, oh, this kind of is like, hey, Dragon Quest Builders was successful. Maybe we could do that, too. Maybe. <coughs> That's a good point, except TRPG. Hey, stop stepping on my foot, please. What's wrong with it? That's my foot. Hi, foot. That's my foot. Oh, we're playing footsie on the podcast. No, you're stomping on my foot on oh. the podcast. Oops. Will you please stop it? I'll stop. Oh, oh, oh this next story excited to me. Okay, okay, okay. So, like, Atlas registered a crap load of domains, and they got everybody excited. All right. (laughs) 
So here is the domains, and they're all .jp. P3D, P5AG, <laughs> P5D, P5R. Persona 5 Racing confirmed. <laughs> P5U, Persona Dance, and my favorite, PQ2. Persona Q2? Yeah! Please be a thing. I really hope They also it register is. Persona 8, Persona 9, and Persona 10. <laughs> they, they registered 6 and 7 a while ago, so. Yeah. So they're just on top of it, just in case yep. people try to squat on them. <laughs> um, I got out my Persona Q box set because a friend of mine wanted to see the tarot cards. And I was like, man, if they do a Persona Q2 with the five cast, that will be a day one purchase. Oh, yeah. And what's what's funny is that hardcore SMT fans don't like that game. Mm. And I don't know why. I really Because it's you more know, like it's the fun, original per- SMT I was, games. <laughs> I was actually thinking that I've been playing a bunch of these dungeon crawly games on Vita. And I wish there was a someone needs to tell me if there's a game like Etrian Odyssey on the Vita. Maybe that should be our question of the week. Uh you mean oh. all the experience games that you don't like? Oh. Yeah, well, I don't unless you're gonna go Demon Gaze or that, but, one yeah, of those. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> oh fine. I mean, weren't you playing one of them? Uh, I don't know. You were playing one of them because I was helping you with that FAQ and you oh, hated it. that game. Ugh. All right, I'm going to go through. Anna, don't leave. Oh, she's leaving. Um, uh, experience, dungeon, crawlers, Vita. Let's get this list for Anna. <laughs> Deciding on a Vita dungeon crawler for, from Silicon Era. All right. As Anna blows her nose in the other room. Uh, okay, that's really bad. Um, <laughs> that's terrible. All right, Anna, did you play Demon Gaze? No. Okay, have you played Operation Abyss New Tokyo Legacy? No. Okay, have you played um, Dungeon Travelers 2? Yes. Okay, and you didn't like that, right? It was... I mean, I think it's the same problem that I have with the Exist Archive. It's not bad. It's just okay. Okay. And then there's, um, is, what's it called? Uh, uh, Ray Gigant? Is that on oh, there? Oh, yeah. I just downloaded that. Okay. How about yeah. I make a little list on here that says Dungeon Crawlers? And what were the na- What were the thingies that you suggested? Okay. Demon Gaze. Okay. Hang on. Um, Demon Gaze, I don't even have on my list. Yeah, so add so it to your list. Demon Gaze. We own it. I thought you tried Demon Gaze and hated it. Oh, she probably did. Oh, wait, 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 wait. That, that might be yes! why it's not on your list. Yes, no, yeah, that was the one that you helped me play, and I was oh, yeah. just like, ah, I ain't playing this crap. All right. Um, <laughs> that's so funny. Um, let's see. There's uh, Operation Abyss New Tokyo Legacy. Okay, Operation Abyss New Tokyo Legacy. Um, did we get it? Demon Gaze 2, or is that not out of here? I don't think that's out yet. Okay. Um, there's Stranger of Sword City. Stranger of Sword City. Definitely should be on your list. I have that on my list. Yeah. I, I didn't it? like that one, but that was because I felt like I made bad decisions from the get-go, and it kind of turned me off. Mm. Okay. Well, I'll put it on the list. 
And then, I don't know if this one's out here, Operation Babel, New Tokyo Legacy. Uh, it's a sequel. That is on my, yeah, it comes out May 16th. Oh, it's on your list already? So it's on my list. You had the upcoming... sequel to one of the games that wasn't on your list, it's, on it's, your list? It's on my list of upcoming games. So okay. I don't have a pre-order or anything because I didn't finish Operation. I right. haven't started Operation Abyss. Ray Gigant. Yeah, so I have that downloaded. Okay, and that's important too. And and I think that's all the... Okay, uh, Students of Round 2, but that's not in Japan. That's not out of Japan yet. Okay. Demon Gaze 2, is that out of Japan? No. Well, you don't want it anyway because it's... Probably not. <laughs> I mean, well, hang on. Demon Gaze 2. It's probably just like the first one. <laughs> um, so Demon Gaze 2 with English and Chinese subtitles listed at Play Asia. Mm-hmm. Um, and it came out last month. Okay. A Western release for Demon Gaze 2 is yet to be announced. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think this is going to come out. Here, I'm going to send you an image from... Uh from uh dungeon travelers too because like this Dun- demon gaze one was a nisa title and they had that huge um thing <laughs> what the dungeon travelers 2 is a bit uh, adult looking <laughs> yeah that's exactly what dungeon travelers one looks like oh is it actually i think this is a screenshot from dungeon travelers one no this is dungeon travelers 2 are you sure yeah because we didn't get dungeon travelers one i don't think yeah we did okay oh wait 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 no yeah, so I play Dungeon Travelers 2. Yeah, okay. So, okay. Yeah, so that's a screenshot from That's Dungeon when you can't Travelers decide 2. if you like. Yeah, I can't decide if I like it. Okay. And yeah, it's got a lot of TNA. A mm. lot of TNA. Yeah, they had to censor some things in Dungeon Travelers 2. And when I bought it at GameStop, it came with like a little calendar. And the guy said he had to keep it behind the counter. <laughs> yep, that doesn't yeah. surprise me. All right. So uh, there's there's your dungeon crawling games. Unfortunately, oh, all of those that I listed for you are from the same company, so you may hate all of them. <laughs> now, do PSP games on Vita count? Because she's also got Class of Heroes one and two. Ugh, she nope. Yeah, she Gaijin won't play. Works. She no. won't play Gaijin work games because she doesn't like the guy who runs the company. Um, also, uh, having played Class of Heroes two, I wouldn't recommend it. Um, but I mean, if you like it, you should recommend it to her and try and get her over her. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I mean, I tried to play Class of Heroes 1, and it was way, way too hard. I tried and to get I into 2, to... and uh, no. Yeah. Or was it 1? It was one of them. It doesn't really matter. It's probably both. Uh, Vita Dungeon Crawlers. I guess we can make this a question of the week for you, Anna. Well, we have a really good question of the week this week is the problem. Well, the thing is, I've asked this question in the past on this podcast, okay. and people have given me answers. By the way, Google also suggests Mind Zero. Uh, it's a poor she man's persona, that. and I'm playing Persona, and I think going back... The, and I've talked about this on the podcast. It's like the dilemma that I have with Mind Zero. You want to, really it, but it's also a persona. dungeon crawler. It's also a dungeon crawler. Yeah, no, it's, it's not bad. How I about just... Moe Chronicle? That didn't come out here. Really? I don't think so. You sure? It's got a 2.8 out of 5 at the Vita Lounge. Yeah, because I think there was a Southeast Asia release. Oh, is that what? Okay. Looks like I damage. thought that you played Mind Zero. I did. She tried it, I've but she doesn't about remember it. On the it. Podcast. The problem is, is it just makes me want to play Persona. And since I'm playing Persona 5 right now. What about Make You? Yeah, so. Um, we, I have, I was looking at it and I put it on the spreadsheet. As but we have it. We don't. Oh. We never bought it. Okay. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So I put it on my list as buy on sale. That's a dungeon crawler, right? Yep. 
So that's a list for you. Yeah, and it's got like visual novel stuff between all of the dungeons. So do we have Omega Labyrinth? Uh, that's by Matrix, the people who do all the Square Enix games. Oh, really? <laughs> Omega Labyrinth. I don't know. In, in this dungeon crawler, oh. the goal is a bigger bust, according to this um, Kotaku article. I don't think it's out in North America. Oh, really? Yeah, it's not. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> based on what I'm seeing the, here, yep. The Omega symbol is boobs. <laughs> yeah. So maybe that Make one will be only, out here. As Make Hughes on my wish list, and it's only 20 bucks. It's twenty nine ninety nine. Okay. How about Sheer and the Wanderer on the Vita? Um, That's a roguelike, not... Yeah. That's more roguelike than dungeon crawl. Yeah. Um, I was waiting yeah. for it to go down in price. It's gone down to twenty nine ninety nine a couple times, but I think I can get it for cheaper. Hmm. I, I will know. say, if you want physical copies of these Vita games, you might want to jump on some of them. No, I don't care. We have a huge okay. memory card, and I have no qualms about deleting. All right, and then finally, and we'll move on after this. Here's the uh, what's the best dungeon crawler available Reddit thread. Okay. Uh, came up on Google results. I know I've seen this one before. Okay. Um, people recommend Demon Gaze, mm. Operation Abyss, okay. um, which I think Operation Abyss is that it's on there, right? Yeah. That's New Tokyo. New Tokyo Legacy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Operation Abyss is just a more mediocre Demon Gaze. Mind Zero is just mediocre in general, and Dungeon Travelers 2 is relatively generic in its gameplay. Of course, you didn't like Demon Gaze, so I don't know how that's going to go for you. Mm. Um Let's see. Persona 4 Golden. Yeah. I could just play that again. <laughs> again? I think you've kind of finished that game, Anna. Mm-hmm. You should play the fighting games and get more Persona 4 story. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Mind Zero. No, we already said that. Uh, Neptunia, sort of. Nep, 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 um, How about Orishika? Uh, Orishika Tain of Bloodlines. I have yeah. that on my maybe playing. So I'm it's not, I don't know if it is totally it dungeon crawling, but it's similar, I guess. Okay. Uh, Digimon Cyber Sleuth. <laughs> yeah, I have that on my definitely playing. So. Uh-huh. Do and we have Gaunt. version of that? Um, no. Okay. We have For the PS4 reason. version with fonts that you can read now, but okay. whatever. I I'm gonna I try I resisted buying it for you because I wanted to get the new TV and get, have you try it on there first. Um, is what I remember. But it, it wait. I think we might have bought it on Super Sale. You're right. You should check. You should check. <laughs> Let's see what else. Um oh, buy some old PlayStation games. Wild Arms, Xenogears, Suikoden and the Final Fantasy games. <laughs> Okay. And Breath of Fire 4, for some reason, somebody throws in here. Okay. Because it's a great JRPG. <laughs> uh, Demon Gaze, Demon Gaze, Demon Gaze, Demon Gaze, Dra- Dungeon Travelers 2, and then Silent Hill Book of Memories. <laughs> I want to play that game because Tom made it, but it's too scary for me. Right. That's a good tactical RPG. It is supposed Wait. to be really good, but it's too scary for me. No, 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 no. No jump Are you scare. sure it's Book scary? Of memories. Okay, go ahead, Kelly. Book of Memories, that's the Diablo clone so ill? It is Diablo-ish. Okay. But not really. Are you sure it's scary, Anna? Yes, it's Silent Hill. That doesn't mean it's scary. It's got boo! What? <laughs> What does that even mean? So you know how you go, it's got boo. You play Silent Hill and you're walking down the hallway and all of a sudden, boo! Are you sure that happens in this you game? Mean jump scare? Yeah, she means jump scares. Yes, and I'm sure it's got boo. In there. <laughs> I'm like, it's got the ghost from Mario in it. No, <laughs> it's like Dungeon Travelers 2, but with one less B. 
<laughs> well done. Boob. Well, I've been yeah, I've been waiting. But uh, are we going to talk about um, any more adventures soon? Um, Adventure games? No, I haven't spoken in like forty minutes. <laughs> You're on the wrong podcast up. for that. All right, so we had a pair of reviews this week, and I think they're both five out of five. Uh, Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, and Persona 5. Surprising nobody. They got good scores. So we've now had three five out of five reviews, and which means we can no Sam more... is putting the foot down. No more five out of five. this year. I told year. her, like, the more five out of fives we give, the less people complain about us being clickbait garbage and that they stop coming to the site and seeing our review scores. I see. Mm. We have what to find something that everyone loves and give it a crap re- review. Horizon. Oh, right. It's a good year for games, people. It is. And we haven't even reviewed Cosmic Star Heroin. And you've only played one of the good games, Anna. I know. What do you I've mean, Cosmic? You really think Cosmic? You think a Z Boy game? Cosmic Star Heroin is five out of five because it stars Paul. Oh, I see. Is that five how that works? Five out of five. It's like Z Boy games have not really been five out of five games <laughs> historically. So five out of five. Okay, it's, it's got pause. All right, and you get him early. It looks like. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and when are you playing Cosmic Star Heroin, Anna? When it gets released on the Vita. <laughs> Which when's that happening? Uh, probably sometime after June. Yeah. All right, we got some brief stories for you. Got boxers. Huh? Um, No boxer stories. Just briefs. Just briefs. All right. Um, Now you've thrown me off. We have a story about God Wars, Future Past, Job, and Skill System. That's a tactical RPG. Yes. um, With, like, looks like uh, anime women in it. Um, We put up a story that details Trails of Cold Steel character reveals, and And we're not going to talk about it here because it's got a bunch of spoilers in it. If you're like all up on that Trails of Cold Steel 2 and you want even more details for 3, go read that. Um, There are um, Digimon story cyber sleuth hacker memory characters that have been revealed, and they're also kind of spoilery, so we should probably... Uh, No, there's like three words here. Okay. Uh, What's... (laughs) Are you telling me the names Erica and Faye are spoilers? Mm. Okay. There are Digimon such as Wormmon, Griffomon, Gardromon, Hippogriffomon, and Savior Hackmon in the game. Ooh. Yeah, is that is that real spoilerly for you? Uh, Spoiler. Okay, I guess not. So uh <laughs> Momodora V was announced. Okay. And then the tweet What's that, Momodora V? Um like a better version of momodora i guess which but, one was momodora uh momodora the um the promised land you don't know i don't know this but tweet the, got deleted yeah the so. tweet that this got announced and got deleted so i don't know what's going on anymore <laughs> momodora reverie under the moonlight was the game the first one it came out we've been watching uh, it speed run for like it. years oh it's one oh beat up oh the, this is one where the girl models. turns into a cat yeah yes. got it got it kelly why kelly should have been speaking up like oh momodora i love momodora she's done that in the past all right and sorry torment tides of numenera got an update for um it's a it got a patch update. okay yeah all yeah. right it's better now all it's right better now it's better now more <laughs> stable stability I thought people already liked it but now yeah. it's even better all uh, right so uh, that's a ps4 and xbox one patch and we had an indie update Woo! all right what do we talk about all right indie update here we go let me let me break this down for you. First up, we got Druid Stone. It's a fancy RPG being developed by Control Alt Ninja. 
which is an all right name. I think so. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a bunch of Legend of Grimlock it's, people. Yeah, it's a new studio founded by a team that previously worked on Legend of Grimrock. I don't know the history there, so I don't know why they couldn't work where they used to work. But uh, yeah. And uh, let's see. What kind of style of game is this? It's overhead kind of... Overhead turn-based combat on a 2D grid. Is it? Oh, turn-based? Okay, so it's not a Diablo-style game. All right, so turn-based. Uh, coming to PC, no release date announced. They don't have like a Kickstarter or anything, huh? I don't all think right. so. Just, uh, all right. Uh, Sunny, which is, <laughs> I believe, a game that used to be a Flash game, and now it's like uh, on Steam, and I have it on iPad, and um, it's out. It's like $8. <laughs> Uh, it's turn-based battles. Players guide the eponymous character and his allies through a post-apocalyptic world after he's brought back from the dead. So, um, yeah, that's I've heard good things about it. So that's that's out for eight bucks on Steam, right? Yeah, and of course it's already on iOS and stuff. Uh, Tanzia, made by Arcani- Arcanity Incorporated. Um, which is made up of various vets from Obsidian, In Exile, and Sony Online Entertainment. Anyway, so they're putting this out on Steam Early Access. It's an action RPG where you're controlling a shaman trying to prevent his island from being overrun by evil. Um, it is early access, so don't accept it. don't expect everything to be polished. Early access as of April 28th. It's not even out in early access yet. Right. So coming. Yeah, mid boss from Kitsune Games. Uh, it's available as a closed closed beta for those who've ordered it through itch.io um, for 15 bucks. Um, um, Kitsune Games did something else that people liked. I want to say that game about um, the Dustity of the Stars. The what? Um, we the played Dustidian it at PAX stars. a couple of times. Okay. So this looks indie as, as all get out. So go check this out and see if you're into it. Um, and that's mid boss. Uh, what's the, what's the hook here? Uh, you start out as an imp. You need to spend time unlocking abilities. Eventually, aiming to defeat the dungeon's end boss and take their place. There you go. Oh. Uh, I like that. I like that hook. Um, have to see. Oh, the possession based role playing game. So I guess you kind of level up as stronger monsters as you go forward. So is it a roguelike? Because that sounds like a roguelike, but it doesn't say. Uh, Fort Triumph, a Kickstarter. All right, this is what I've been waiting for. It's a tactical RPG, Anna. Mm-hmm. So are you are you excited yet? Inspired by XCOM? Inspired by cover-based tactical RPGs, such as XCOM. So that means inspired by games where you end your turn next to cover to keep yourself from taking damage. Yeah, I'm so good at that. I run out and get shot Well, that's death. bad tactics in any game, Anna. It doesn't... Just because we call it... Codify it as cover in this game. It's purely fantasy. There's magic... I'm seeing monsters. Um, this is not a shmup, or this is not not. It's definitely not a shmup, but it's not a, a sh- you know first-person shooter style. There's no gears of war. Mm, that Kickstarter is not doing so good. Fourteen thousand out of seventy-five thousand. Yeah. Um, so you're hiding behind rocks and stuff. That's your cover. And I'm seeing a lot of things where you're like kicking cover over onto monsters that are hiding behind cover and stuff. So that's cool too. Um, it looks pretty hard based on the video I'm seeing right here. Um, but you know, it's so early on this prototype footage, right? So yeah, they want 75,000. They're at 14,000 as Anna said. And to get the game, you got to pledge at least 20 bucks. And if you want all the things, 
$10,000 Weaver of Worlds, a superior spiritual entity. You care not for men or kingdoms, but for... Okay, anyway, the cover text. Anyway, what you get, you get a forum badge, a digital game, your name in the credits, beta build access, development polls access, digital manual, digital manual, digital soundtrack, your name for a companion NPC subject to our approval, a digital art book, invitation to a meetup at PAX Wex... PAX West or Gamescom 2017 or locally if you come to where they are. Invitation to early access launch party and your hero class in the game. That will cost you $10,000. That's a lot for that. Um, for a lot of invites to some meetings, right? They're, it's not even like we'll eat dinner with you. Come on. Come on. And of course, um, they don't say it, but ooh, they don't say it. So maybe they'll pay for travel. <laughs> <laughs> That's an important it's, thing. To, it's a, to they should have said travel not included. <laughs> it's still available if you want to throw them ten grand. Well. So uh, go check it out. Uh, it's called Fort Triumph. Um, I'm not jumping in, in down based on what I saw, but it looks like it could turn into something cool. It's going to need some development, is all. So you oh, there's a demo you can download now for that. So unlike most Kickstarters, they've got a demo already. So go download the demo, try that, and then decide if you want to back it. That's great. I love that system because you get to actually try it, right? So that's cool. All right. Is it time for messages, Anna? Yeah. You used you you used the question of the week for your own means last week. I did. I asked about Breath of Fire games. So right. everyone so, wrote in. Uh, Budai says, Breath of Fire's 2 translation was so bad that 14-year-old me noticed something was wrong with it. That was the first time that I had given thought the idea of bad translations, and it was the game that did it. I've never been nostalgic over part two, probably for that reason. Three and four are so top-notch, though. Um, I don't know who said these other things, because you didn't include their name. Oh, uh, ooh, uh, <laughs> let me fix that. Breath of Fire 2 is worth playing, but Breath of Fire 3 is the best Breath of Fire game hands down. There are several reasons for this. One, best story. None of the BOF games are pinnacles of storytelling. This is Lord Golbez speaking. Okay. Um, but they really built on the concept from the first game in a more believable way and made it into a whole philosophical issue regarding freedom. Number two, best dragons. Breath of Fire 1 had decent transformations, but uh, still they mostly followed a pretty predictable mold and pretty much amounted to just attack with a dragon. Breath of Fire 2 took away everything unique about that and turned the dragons into summons. Oh, and they take away all your MP without growing more powerful for it. So gaining MP for the hero is actually a bad thing. Breath Ouch. of Fire 4 seems to continue the Breath of Fire 2 idea of turning the dragon transformation into summons. Ryu actually does transform, but it looks the same regardless of what dragon form he's using, except during certain attacks. Lame. Breath of Fire 3 has a great variety of dragons with multiple abilities to choose from. Uh, number three, best gameplay? Probably, although Breath of Fire 4 is largely the same, apart from significantly worse dragons, and has some interesting additions, so this maybe goes to Breath of Fire 4. Anyways, Breath of Fire 3 is marred by obnoxious mandated mini-games and way too much of the game devoted to circumventing stupid roadblocks over plot progression, but that's kind of a staple for the series. Yeah, that's totally true. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. Which ones have you played? Uh, one, two, three. One, two, three. So you have played two? Yes. Oh, so that so I was playing that in the hotel room, and you played it before? Yeah, but I played it on the Game Boy Advance, and it's much better there. Oh, wait. No, I played it in the uh, bed, didn't I? Yeah. Okay. Game Boy Advance version is much better. Okay. Yes, Speaking much, of this, Victor wrote in. Uh, question of the week. I've only played Breath of Fire in one and two, and both of those are old school RPGs. My recommendation is, if you want to play them, don't play the original SES versions. Play the Game Boy Advance remakes, which drastically increase uh, experience and goal gain. This in turn minimizes the amount of required grinding, making both old school games much more player friendly. But do they fix the translation? No. 
Oh, I don't think I'm in for that. <laughs> the translation is so bad. So what I'm hearing from here is um, play three or four or three, but mostly three. I really three. like one and two. They're kind of, I, I played one a lot on the Super Nintendo and I didn't mind that it was slow because it was back when, you know, two games came out a year. So mm. time. Oh, I'm just trying to fi- I'm trying to figure out those uh, SNES games that I haven't really played much that I really should, you know, and this was on the list of things to to really consider. So, all right, and you you could always pop in that uh, translation patch that refixed everything. That is, yeah, true. but uh, it doesn't sound like it's you know it sounds like there's better Breath of Fire games I could play and spend my time on. It's my problem. So. No votes for Dragon Quarter, which surprises me because Dragon Quarter has some very, very dedicated fans. Yeah, they just don't listen to our show, apparently. Wait, is Dragon Quarter four? That's five. Yeah, it's no five. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, all right, so we do have another question of the week. Oh. This one's relevant to the things that we've talked about this oh. week. Oh. What Persona spinoffs for five would you like to see? I want a dancing game. I want a fighting game. I want... I want um, Persona Q2. I want Persona 5 Harvest Moon. Um, what? Where you're farming what? with your Persona characters. What? I want Persona 5 Builders, where you're building stuff with Persona characters. I want Persona 5 The Pachinko Game. Um, and I want Persona 5 Solitaire. Um, I do want Persona 5 uh, Q, Dungeon Crawling. We definitely need Persona 5 Dungeon Crawling. Okay, so what is light enough on my desk that I can throw it at him? I think I want all these things, and I think they're all reasonable, so I don't know why you're getting upset at me. Kelly, what would you do? What would you? What kind of Persona Five spinoff would you like? Definitely Persona Q two. That's on the top of my list. I'm trying to idle management. Else. I want Persona Five idle oh. management game. Definitely. Ow, oh, Persona yes, Five manage Risei's uh, career. <laughs> She's twenty now. We saw hey, it on the TV. Do you check the TV, by the way? Because there's all sorts of callouts to like previous Persona we've only games. Seen one. No, we've, we've seen, seen two. One. Because there was something saw... about the detective oh, as well. Okay. Yeah, Detective Naoto and how he's a handsome boy, and I just kind of. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone else mentioned that Rise was putting out a new uh, album, album or something. Yeah. And it's like now that she's past twenty, she's so much hotter. Yeah. So yeah. Tell us what Persona spinoff for five you would like to see. Idle management. Shut up. Idle management. Read the games that came out this week, please. please. All right, games that are coming out or have come out. Uh, No, games that are coming out. Nintendo Switch is getting Puyo Puyo Tetris and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Neither of them are RPGs, but I figured I'd shout them out, right? Anna cares about Puyo Puyo Tetris. Mm -hmm. Does anyone care about Mario Kart 8? Hearing none. I don't have a Switch, so I wouldn't know. I'll move on. Persona 4 and Xbox One are both getting Darksiders 3, the Fire Fades edition. You just which said Persona 4 and Xbox they're getting One. PlayStation 4 and <laughs> Xbox One are getting Dark Souls 3, the Fire Fades edition. Hang on, hang on. <sighs> Thank you. Persona f- uh, <laughs> PlayStation 4 is also getting Dragon Quest Heroes 2. Is the Switch? When is the Switch version of that coming out? I don't know officially announced it for North America at this time. No. Is that actually possible? I don't think they've announced it. Oh, the one and two pack? Yeah, because remember, there's no two by itself on the Switch. Where is that? Uh, Dragon Quest Heroes 2 Switch. I mean, I've got them playing versus uh, the Japanese versions. Okay. Uh, Let's see. And Puyo Puyo Tetris hitting PlayStation 4 finally in the US. Um, PC. Chris, Chris, look what you started. 
What did I start? Cotton says she wants, or Noodle says that she wants Persona 5 Kirby. Persona 5 Kirby. Um, well, it would be a character, it would be a cute character right. action platformer. I, it wouldn't actually you. have Kirby, but you. you would you would walk around and you would absorb personas. It, it, it would be more Ghana. No, it would be the main character and he would walk around and absorb personas and then he'd get features of those personas and have their attacks. Because that's what he does. He's the wild card. I need another thing to throw It works you. perfectly. I what need, are you talking can about? You throw that box of stuff back so that I can throw at you again. Persona Four Kirby. Persona Five Kirby for, for Persona Four. What's out for on your PC, Persona maybe? Four video game console? Please just tell me what's coming out on PC. Uh, also gets Dragon Quest Heroes Two. Uh, Warhammer Forty Thousand Dawn of War Three. This is an There's RTS. A third one already? Yeah. Well, wow. it's been a while since the second one. Has it? Uh, yeah, I was interested in this game, so I was going to think about it, but uh, I don't know. You have so many other things. To play. I know, but somebody at work's going to play it, and then I'd have actually have someone to talk about it with, right? To play it I with. know. Expeditions Vikings. That's a tactical RPG, Anna. Why aren't you looking at that? Because mm, it's PC. Oh, <laughs> but you have a you have a laptop. Yeah. No, it'll probably play just fine on it. I'm okay. looking at it. It's overhead. It's tactical. Well, hey, you said you were going to get me a new laptop for my birthday. I did? Yeah. When did I say that? When I told you that you were getting me a new laptop for my birthday <laughs> okay. the other night. Hey, Psychopath. You like Psychopath? Uh, no, Mandatory happiness? <laughs> no, really? Did you play it? Yeah. Oh. I only got one ending because I was like, nah, nah, it's it coming okay. out to Windows. Yeah. This week? Yeah, but no. I played it on Vita. Nobody yeah, cares. I mean, no, no, no. No, I mean, if you're a PC gamer, if you're a PC master race, this is good for you. I guess. Um, I mean, if you're a PC Master Race, you should be playing Warhammer 40k. I would think that's your PC Master Play Master Race game. Yeah, it looks but you real could nice. Play a VN instead. Or you could play Dragon Quest Heroes too, and then you have Dragon Quest music on your PC. That's dee, also pretty awesome. That's all we got for our show. So I want to know what you're all playing this week. Starting with Pascal, are you going to play anything this week? Anything would be an improvement over what I played last week. <laughs> Commit to playing Persona. I don't know. I can guarantee I'm going to play more than I played last week. Yay! Excellent. All right. Kelly, what are you playing? Definitely more Persona 5. Yeah. Um, I will probably um, pick up... I'm sure we'll get Puyo Puyo Tetris and Mario Kart 8. I'm pretty confident on those, so we'll play. we'll try those out. And uh, we'll do more Persona 5, and I'll probably do some more Fire Emblem. And I will play Spin, Spin, Spin the Vita Wheel. And more Hearthstone for me. Oh, yeah, you have I another am... week of tournaments to yep. lose. What? I am actually really annoyed. There is a Vita version of Puyo Puyo Tetris that's only available in Japan. Yep. Correct. That is correct. <clears throat> uh, is that everybody? Anna, oh, you're playing the Spin the Vita Wheel. Spin, spin, spin well, the what Vita you, Wheel. What's on the what's currently on the wheel all right so Ex- let me... this archive and then you probably will do zero time dilemma um no it's so it's exist archive. or or neptunia three so spin 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 the wheel hang on there's stuff installing i know she's gonna do one of these so it is going to be, be neptunia. neptunia three or monster mon piece or ease memory of salsita or ray gigant or zero time dilemma. Okay, she'll play. She'll try Ray Gigant. Decide it's not for her, and then she'll play Neptunia. I don't know. Maybe I want another scary game. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll play ZTD right away. Uh huh. <coughs> sure, Anna. I can have funny dreams. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you have funny dreams after playing those? Yes. Oh, <laughs> tell me later. All right. I I can't wait to hear what you say about ZTD when you finally get to it. Because well, I thought I mean... it was out of the three, it was the most frustrating 
like narrative system. Well, and I mean, ZTD takes place between 999 and VLR because of the way that um, VLR works, right? Yeah, I didn't want to. That's why I was asking earlier if you'd finished um, VLR because I didn't want to um, say something and spoil that little twist. Well, and the problem is, is I don't know if it takes place on A, B, C, D, or E, or if it takes place on that timeline that goes. Well, there is that. Like, so it's just hard to. But um, well, you'll know when you start playing it. It's it's the way that the narrative is delivered just within that game, uh, like as a as a standalone experience, is that I thought was really. Uh, frustrating i think it i think it took me like um like maybe even like five or ten hours before i really started understanding what was happening with the narrative uh i don't know well when do you get to it okay i'm gonna play persona 5 kirby and with that we're gonna wrap up for the show for the week (laughs) and we'll see you next week every week at 9 a.m pacific noon eastern until next week we'll see you next week see you next week okay bye next week bye are we going to have a show next week? Bye-bye. Wait, why wouldn't we have a show? I don't know. Just... We have a show. Okay. Bye. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Next week. Okay. Bye. Bye.